Hey there, Awaken Leader. Welcome back to another episode on the 10 a.m. Connection. Today in real time is Friday, February 11th, 2022. As you're listening to this in real time, or maybe you're catching the replay, welcome. Um, these are quick 10. So my goal is to, um, you know, just be led, but hopefully just to give you something of an encouragement from the week that we've gone through um, with, you know, Mature Monday and with, you know, Wednesdays in our workshops. If you're part of um, Well Belly Academy, whether you're doing um, When Vision Meets Purpose or you're doing the uh, weekly workshop option, um, for five bucks a week where you just, you know, tap in once a week just to see and, you know, test the waters to see if this is for you or not. Um, yeah, those are those options. You can always click the link in the description and, um, head over to wellvalley.org forward slash services to learn more about how I can help you start, um, start writing your story so that you can, you know, heal through your story and speak or, you know, serve from your story, from the outcomes of your overcomes, whether that's writing a book, creating a journal, an online, you know, t-shirt boutique, purses, hat, whatever it, however it may be, a podcast, a course, whatever it may be, um, you know, in the marketplace to be the hands and feet of Jesus in the marketplace. Amen. Um, Today's episode is going to be me sharing about my story. Um, the chapter on page 34 is actually titled my story and it's, I talk about this on here. I specifically say in the first sentence, you know, I was afraid of becoming a mother. Now I'm not going to go into too much detail, um, about the chapter, but I am going to talk to you about three things that, um, I processed while writing this and, um, I believe that it will encourage you um, as we wrap up the week um, from your homework assignment, okay? If you are not sure of the homework assignment, I want to encourage you to catch the last episode um, before moving forward with this because we are going um, day by day just to, um, on the on the podcast for this series, um, breaking down the book. Now, here is why. This is... Um, intentionally created as a journal, you know, processing book experience. Um, but God has led me to do something different. Um, as you can see, each of these podcasts are labeled like day one, day two. Um, this, it, it can be done a day by day, week by week, however. And so, um, you know, purchasing the book, you're getting the audios, you're getting the email sequence. It's a full on bundle to support you going through the process, um, to show you that you're not alone. Like, I don't necessarily know what you're going to have to face, uh, because you know, God knows the plans that he has for you and God knows what you're called to conquer because he created you for such a time as this. Um, in my book, I talk a lot about, um, addiction and sex, lack of self-control, manipulation, um, alcohol, um, lying. Um, I talk a lot about, you know, some stuff that I used to be ashamed of. And, um, on page 34 in my book, um, I really, I talk more about, you know, the lies, uh, clinic visits, you know, just things that. I used to dwell on because I never really understood the love and the power of Jesus Christ and the cross and forgiveness and what that was until I started facing myself. 
And when I say facing myself, it's truthfully, it's dying to my flesh. Um, I have to pretty much grieve like certain things, but not stay stuck there. And that's one of the things that I work with my clients on is, you know, when you're facing something of your old self and what you did and, you know, God is showing you like, we need to repent of this, or you need to look at this and we need to re, you know, renew your mind. We need to do some stuff. It's not to condemn you. It's to, to help you. And it's, it's a way that Holy Spirit shows you that I'm going to be honest with you. I, in this chapter for today, I talk about abandonment and I had really, really bad, you know, abandonment issues. And, um, there was just a lot of stuff that I went through and experienced as a child. I don't, um, I always felt very mature as a child. I never felt like a child, so to speak. In some instances I did, there were blessings, but there were just a lot of things that my parents themselves, you know, have healed and overcome and went through. And I was in the midst of that. Okay. And I talk a lot about, you know, on this podcast and previous episodes, and, um, I've been a guest on other episodes where we talk about, um, healing, um, from forgiveness and, you know, actually going through the process of forgiving ourselves for just not knowing better. Like, and really like, I, I guess I could say that there was the moments like where I had to go back and like, how could I forgive my, my parents? How could I forgive, you know, relationships and family and, just things that I've gone through in my life. How could I forgive them if I had never explored what forgiving myself was? So like, um, I did a lot of like inner work, child work. Um, uh, when I was a counselor, practicing counselor, um, one of the techniques that I enjoyed doing with my clients, um, I kind of did this, not even knowing it was a technique. I did it naturally. But when I realized it was a technique, I was like, okay, thank you, Holy Spirit. Um, but I used to always encourage people to have the conversation with the little girl inside of them or the young boy, the little boy inside of them. And in doing so, it's like they would call it the empty chair method where you would, in counseling session, you would put the chair in front of a person, the counselor, I, I would be there and the client would be there and really just allowing them to talk to that little girl, that little boy. And I did it from this perspective of teaching them how to do it themselves on a day-to-day -day basis. Um, not just in session. And I did this because I really believed that those times that you're driving in your car and the times that you're, you know, processing and you're talking to God and you might be somebody who's like, I don't even know if I'm talking to God. Like, I don't, maybe you're someone who doesn't even know who Jesus is. And you're hearing this for the first time and you're like, what is this chick talking about? Those inner dialogues, when you really start to think about them and process them and break them down as I had to do. And I started talking to the little girl, you know, the hurt parts, like 
you know, when I would reflect back on seeing certain things as a child and I like, why, why did I have to feel like I had to defend myself or my brother? Um, where did that thought come from? How did it get there? Is it natural? God, did you quicken me to do that? God, was that the enemy trying to cause issue in the future? Like planting seeds of, you know, just all of these different things that, you know, I would personally process. And so if you're listening to this and you're someone like me, who's, you know, I, I would question things, but I, I questioned knowing that I was questioning because that little girl, and if you're a male listening to this, that little boy, that you're now grown. And so it's like, you have this natural want and desire to heal. So how can we heal when we're choosing to like avoid the emotions of that person at that time? Because you, right? And I think that's where um, the disassociation happens is we're not able to tap into those emotions, those childhood-like emotions and those feelings because we're, we're separating ourselves from the trauma because we think that we're not able to handle what we went through. And that's where Jesus really played a big part in my life. And I'm, thank you. I don't know why I'm sharing this, but that was the resistance that's the first thing that I want to talk to you about. That was the resistance that I had is I had to really prepare myself for healing. And I think a lot of times, and I'm really grateful like for you just to tune in, tune in and listen to this because I don't think people prepare us for healing. Um, there's, I mean, you can do self-help books and you can do all of that stuff, but really the only thing that ever helped me was, there's a scripture in, let me give you an example and apply it to how like the renewing of the mind, like I'm going to go into this deep trauma and I'm going to go through this. And I do this a lot with my clients. Like I, I, I started in the word, like when, before I even knew that I was going on a healing journey. Right. And what God was going to unlock through my healing, right? I had no clue what it was going to be. So it was truly a walk in faith. And even I talked about in the last episode, like whether it was, I had faith or not, or, you know, it was some doubt still there underlying doubt and all that kind of stuff. Cause we're always growing, but I had this moment of, well, I need to be prepared for this because I'm going to face some things, not only just about myself, but there's going to be a lot that I'm going to have to face. And it's, and it's scary, right? Because I mean, as a child, those things were scary, but I didn't have the opportunity to face those things scared, right? I wasn't taught how to face those things. I was by myself and I had to do it. And it's a blessing because to God be the glory made it through. And I have a testimony to share with you today that, you know, God is with me, was with me. He's with you the whole time. His word is true. He never leaves you nor forsakes you. And when you get that revelation, 
And when you go through the process and you see and you realize that he's always been with you, he gives that to you. He'll give you that opportunity and show you, he'll pull back the blinders, which are more than likely the pain, the fear, the shame, the condemnation. He'll pull all of the scales back and he'll show you from his perspective. And when he shows you from his perspective, there's a lot of things that happen. I mean, especially for me, I can only speak for my, my story, but I was taken to Matthew 22, 37, where it says, you know, Jesus replied, love the Lord, your God with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your mind. But when we really go into the entire chapter and dive deep into that, it's yes, this is the first and the greatest commandment. And verse 39 says, and the second is like it, love your neighbor as yourself. Okay. So love God with all my heart, my mind, like he was showing me, like I, you, you go through this process. If you're scared of what this looks like, you go through this process of God showing you how much he loves you, how much, how much he loves you. And it's a constant thing. And then it's like, you're filled with all of this love and this joy. And then all of a sudden you face something and you go through it. And, and of course I'm speaking from my story, but I'm saying you as in like, you know, if you're putting yourself in this and if God is calling you to dive deep, I'm just trying to be relatable and like show you how this can apply in your life. Now, if this doesn't fit for you and if, you know, Holy Spirit's like, no, this isn't for you, then it's not for you. Like, amen go with God, like be with God, be led by him. You know, sometimes I'm just here for an encouragement. Maybe I'm led to be your mentor or your coach. Um, and you're looking for, you know, a level of discipleship, um, whatever that may be. Um, I always encourage you, you know, what does God say? What is the Holy spirit saying? You can't rely on man's word, like my word, anybody else. Like you have to know, that you heard from God and it might take you a while. There's times where things have tarried. It's taken me three months, six months. Um, and I had to learn what that was, but I say that because facing it and going through, he fills you with this love and this encouragement and all of that. And then you face something. And I really believe that the things that I was facing and the things that I face today, because it's never ending, it's always like we never arrive. When we arrive, we're in heaven. Amen. And that's our goal. Like Jesus is our promised land. Amen. And when Matthew twenty two thirty nine 39 says, and the second is like it, Jesus is speaking. He says, love your neighbor as yourself. How could I love my neighbor if I couldn't even love myself or the little girl that had never had the opportunity to be comforted during that trauma or that little girl that was in survival mode at five years old, at three years old, at seven years old, um, at 10, at 12, at 16, um, 18, 21, 24, you know, like, all of these things, you know, being a 24 year old in a seven year old body, or excuse me, being a 24 year old in a seven and seven year old emotionally. Right. Um, just a lot of things. And 
that was hard. Like it's hard. And then when I became a mom and I look at my, my sons and I'm like, oh my goodness, like I'm not perfect, but I'm going to do my very best. And that's where I say like the forgiveness, love your neighbors as yourself. Well, how can I love my neighbor if I don't know what it's like to love myself? So I had to explore those things and truly forgive. And the first thing that I want to share with you in that is, and is resistance. There was a lot of resistance and my resistance took a long time to actually love that little girl and, and hold her, you know, and, and embrace her and encourage her. And, and it was beautiful because then eventually that little girl, um, was able to be 16, was able to be 17, was able to be 20, was able to be 25. And that little girl grew and met who I am today. And I believe that's where the clarity, the confidence and the consistency in your daily life comes from. Not because I read it in a self-help book, but because I went through the process and there was resistance of me doing that. And in doing that, I want to encourage you to research what resistance is. Um, during my journey of healing, I was forced to face, you know, my demons, the things that were keeping me separated from my true self. Um, so picture, you know, from when you got hurt or those things happened, um, thought, word, deed, whatever it could have been that happened to you. And that's usually when, you know, demons and spirits and things like that, you know, they like to invade and what their job is, is to stop us from seeing who our true self is. So let's say in the spirit, you know, we stay child traumatized because we wrestle not against flesh and blood. We, you know, it's principalities and spirits, right? And so that stayed at that child, but then in the natural, like who you are right now, physically driving your car, doing laundry, doing dishes, all of that stuff, you have a daily life that you have to go through, right? You're, you're grown, you know? And so it's like, how, how are they stopping you from meeting your true self, your truest self? And I think that's a beautiful process. And I think that's really like when I read the Samaritan woman and, um, in John four, and I was reading it, it was like, I, I did, I, I related to her as in, I had all of these things that I was doing to, you know, compensate for the fact that I was trying to get to that little girl, but I didn't know how to get to her. And the only way that I could get to her is through the love of Jesus Christ, because there were things that I had to face, um, that even though a trauma was done to me, I was doing those similar types of traumas to myself. So it was a form of self-sabotage. And so I want to, that's why I say, look at resistance because the resistance might be there because, um, you're hesitant or you have a fear basically of regret. Like, like you're afraid to, at least I could say for myself, I had a fear of regret. And I talk about this in my book because it was an article that I had read from a published psychologist, Roberta um, Sato. She's a PhD um, and she was published in Psychology Today. And the title of her writing was 
um, resistance to change in psychotherapy, the fear of regret can be a major source of resistance. So when you start to heal and you look at all those things and you regret the things that you did for yourself, like even on the surface, you're like, I don't even want to go back through my past because before I even get to my trauma of what happened to me, there's things that I was doing to myself on top of that. Right. And so there's a resistance there. And so I encourage you that that's where God was, you know, showing me to how can I love my neighbor if I can't even love myself? Okay. And that's a commandment, love God with all your heart. So he was taking me through the process of learning him and diving deep and praising him and learning what that was. And then it was like, okay, now let's work on this. Love yourself so you can love your neighbor, right? Like, let's love you. Let me show you the love of Jesus. And it was pulling back layer after layer after layer. And and it's hard, but I think once I was able to, thank you, Holy Spirit, to really just have that experience and be prepared you know, when I say a scripture a day or get your fruit back, or we do these things, they're things to encourage you to prepare because at the end of the day, I want you to be able to face those things that you're called to conquer because those things that you're called to conquer, God knew that you, those things would happen to you and that he created you with faith of a mustard seed to face those things not just for yourself, but for generations, for others, you know, your message is somebody's miracle. And the mess in your message is the power of the testimony. That's, that's where Jesus met you. That's where Jesus was with you. And so the second thing that I want to encourage you with is, um, ask yourself about your accountability. Like, are you willing to Take accountability and renewing your mind so that you're prepared to go and allow Jesus to be your hero, your savior, your healer, right? Like this world doesn't need another superhero. We need a healer. We need Jesus. And how can we do that and be, how can we say that we know Jesus if we're not allowing him to heal us? And so, and it's probably more than likely we, if we take accountability over our mindset and renew our mind, like in Romans 12, when Paul's talking about that, you know, our bodies as a living sacrifice, like, you know, is God leading you to cut things out in your daily life so that he can pour more into you so that you can renew your mind? Are you rejecting that? Are you self-sabotaging? Like, where do you need help with those things? And those are healthy questions. And I'm saying that because that's where I was. And it was hard for me to face those things, but I had to, you know, like put my big girl panties on and do it. And I matured in accountability because the old me, the girl that was little that I so desperately wanted to show her, like, look, you're, you're, you're grown, you're married, you have amazing kids and God is so good and he's faithful, you know? Um, to show her that it's okay that you went through that. I mean, it's not, but it, like, but God made a way. So we have to take accountability. And lastly, this was what really renewed my mind um, was really in diving deep. And it was on page 38 of my book. I go through a list of words that I really had to come out of agreement with majority of them. Um, 
with new age stuff that's out that's, you know, it says God, but it's not in the word of God. It's not godly. It's, I mean, it's a form of godliness, but it's not holiness is what I mean. And so I was thinking that I was doing the right things to love myself and love my neighbor, but really they were idols and just things that really made puffed myself up and took me away from God. And that's, that's not what God wants for us. Like it was taking me further and further away from my purpose. And some of the words were like, wow, like unconditional, like I had to look up unconditional love and really break that down. And, um, I had to look at the word attract, like I, I don't have to attract when the Holy Spirit does, I mean, moves when I'm in the spirit, when I'm walking with God and you know, it's, it's just a different, I had to really like, my mind just changed about things, you know, and I'm going to end on that because this is a lot and it's a Friday episode, but I really wanted to share this because if you're someone who knows that God is calling you to go deeper, but you're afraid to face yourself because you think you're not prepared to handle the shame or the regret um, or the guilt that something was done to you and yet you still allowed, like you did your own self-sabotaging behaviors to yourself. Like there is something in that and there's a reason why that was happening that as you apply the word of God and renew your mind, that when you start facing those things, you'll be equipped to speak those things down in the name of Jesus, to rebuke those thoughts, to take those thoughts captive, because you've spent so much time with Jesus knowing how much he loves you, how much God loves you. And so your healing, it's hard. Um, It's taking me back to like when I had my surgery, um, well, I was, I had a C-section with both of my boys and I knew I was going to have them. Um, but I, I, I just felt like I was doing it to myself. Like, like I took the opportunity away of having natural birth and experiencing that as a woman because I just didn't take care of myself, like my weight and just all of these different things. And so I had that and I had to really work on my mind and surrender that to God. And then having my son, my second son, Roman, and the doctor saying, there's no way you would have been able to have a vaginal birth. His, my son's head was already harding. It, it never coned. And you know, pelvic wise, it wasn't wide enough or, you know, it just wouldn't, it just might, it wouldn't work. And so there were a lot of internal things that I couldn't change in that moment. And so here I was beating myself up about things that I couldn't change. So God already knew that that was going to happen. I mean, and this could have been from like 
birth. Like I've had this, right? Like it's just something with my bone structure and things like that. And of course the weight adds to it and all that other stuff, but it's like, God knew that. So here I am beating myself up about all these things. And then I have the surgery and I, I was able to bounce back right away because I let go of the old thoughts. Did it hurt? Did I have some pain from the wound and, you know, my baby, you know, certain things I couldn't lift, I couldn't move. Absolutely. Right. Like there was pain, but the pain was I was healing. So you have a choice and this is the choice that I had to make. And I want to encourage you with this. Do you, do you want to be in pain because you're not doing things to make, make it better? Like you want to be in pain that's hurting you all the time? Or do you want to be in pain because you're healing? Like I'm actually working on this concept myself right now in the form of like exercise, like pain to be healed, pain to be better, pain to be stronger, not pain that keeps you stuck in self-sabotage and shame and condemnation. And so I know it's deep stuff, <laughs> but, you know, digging back and going through your, getting your fruit back, your love, your joy, your peace. It's a blessing. It's the hardest thing I've ever done. But then again, that's my story and it's your story and it's all for God's glory. He already wrote it. He already knows what's going to happen. It's our job to stay in his will. Amen. Stay tuned to this message. Hey there, Weekend Leader. Uh, as we wrap this up and we close out this episode, I want to introduce you to the Speak Life Challenge for February. And we are going to be focusing on I Will Honor God. And the question that the Holy Spirit led me to give you is, how does honoring God cultivate joy? How does honoring God cultivate joy? So this month, we will be focusing on one of the fruit of the Spirit, which is joy. Alrighty, so click the link in the description, go to wellvalley.org forward slash freebies and get your speak life challenge for the month. Okay. I, I look forward to going along this journey with you. If you have any questions, click the link in the description to message me. You can send me a voice message and I can't wait to watch your vision unfold. Hi. Bye. Hi.